So Ting, when's the last time you went outside? Today. Oh, this is disappointing. I, you know what? I went outside today as well. This, this, this start of the episode is much less dramatic than I was expecting. But before today, it was four days ago. Yeah, m- mine is similar. Just so happened, I went out today. I mean, I went outside today to go to the gym, and I went outside previously to collect face masks. Hong Kong is actually flu dystopia now. Is it really? Like, can you tell? Everyone outside is wearing a mask. If you're outside and you're not wearing a mask, people will look at you like you're crazy. If you're outside and you cough, people will actually like run away from you. It, it, it's it's madness. Did you know? I can see a pharmacy from my living room window, and it opens at midday. At 10 a.m. in the morning. There's already a queue forming outside it. And I took a photo of it at four in the afternoon today. The queue stretched all the way down the street. It was literally, it literally didn't die down all day. Do you know what they're queuing for? I heard tissue paper, which is madness. Tissues. I, I actually went down and asked them, not, not today, but on a previous day. And I said, do you have any masks? And they're like, no, we're sold out of masks. Do you have hand sanitizer? No, we're sold out of sanitizer. What are all these people queuing for then? Tissues. Tissues. Yes, tissues. Like, okay. It's crazy. That is crazy. I literally don't understand. I went to the supermarket. Like, there was no rice. All the rice shelves were completely bare. But you don't have rice. You have toast. Yeah, I have toast. I know. Well, luckily, yeah, all the Western food's still there, but all the Chinese food is gone. Well, actually, all the pasta's gone now. So, but there are still lasagna sheets. So we just have a uh, lasagnas every day. <laughs> secret skill. I know how to cook lasagna. That is a secret skill. That will that will do you well in the apocalypse. <laughs> it's not. But then they'll realize it's not as hard as it looks. It turns out Wuhan flu ain't nothing to f- with. Sorry, There's this this is a elder millennial reference again. And have you heard about the need for goggles? Yes. So my cousin, who was a doctor here during SARS, said the same thing to me. Wear glasses or goggles. So Paul said, oh, you know, post Wuhan virus, it's all those with bad eyesight. They'll be the ones who progress the human race. That's right. Those people with their 2020 vision... They're not laughing now. <laughs> so April's gone out to get some fake glasses. So she'll be one of those wearing fake glasses. She's a hipster. Yeah. <laughs> they just got plain glass in them. Yeah, that's right. Or, or she can buy some sunglasses. <laughs> she can just look really cool all the time. Yeah, it, it's, it's crazy. So obviously it's the NCOV 2019 novel coronavirus 2019 to give it its current name i know they're going to come up with a snappier name for it because obviously everyone's calling it the wuhan coronavirus or the wuhan flu or something and yes you know who rules say you should not name a virus after a place or people or animal because it will unfairly stigmatize it slash them slash whatever so i don't think birds have done badly out of it <laughs> to have bird flu yeah 
I, I didn't they just kill loads of chickens just for no apparent reason yeah but I don't, i'm not i don't go around insulting birds I, I people have actually become irrational people have actually literally gone mad i saw some like you know what i think it was in like the sun or something so it's probably not even true but there was some mad article about how like in some cities in china people are like throwing their pets out of windows because they're scared that they're harboring the virus like that's just insane like where's the cat gonna have caught the virus from in the first place but you never know where the cat's been though if, if it's a cat living in a flat on like the 23rd oh, yeah, floor <laughs> it's like yeah you know where it's been in your flat <laughs> yes okay fine if you live in a flat your cat's not going anywhere yeah some people are crazy but yeah so i think in hong kong obviously it's because it's bringing back memories of sars which did cause like absolute chaos. i didn't realize sars went on for months Yes, until the summer, from November to July. And I can't remember if it was already like this last time we recorded, but we've been told to work from home indefinitely. Like We've been told, don't come to the office now. If you can work from home, work from home. And so I, I just don't know how worried to be at this point, because at the time we're recording... There are 21 cases of the coronavirus in Hong Kong. And people have already started going crazy. Like the hospital authority, all the people are on strike, demanding that the government close the border with China. There's like panic buying. You know, everyone's bought all the rice. They've bought all the masks. They're buying up all the toilet paper because apparently that's the latest rumor that there's going to be no more toilet paper. Hand sanitizer, hand wash. They've been gone for a long time. <laughs> and it might go on for months. So are you prepared? You know what? Is it panic buying or is it prudent buying? You know? <laughs> I I actually did manage to get to the supermarket just after they had a restock. So I bought a five kilogram bag of rice and a load of frozen food and tinned food. And pasta and pesto and stuff. So things that have a long shelf life. Sorted. So yeah, I'm, I'm ready for a siege at this point. I'm going to come over. If we... <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've got my hoard of masks as well. I, one of the few times I left the flat, I was on a secret excursion to collect masks from a work colleague. This work colleague was like, I've got a shipment of masks from the US. I can offer you two boxes. Do you want them? And I was like... Yes. Yes, I want them. And it's like, come to Sunny Bay at this time and I will give you the masks. And then we had this like clandestine meeting where they were like carrying these masks in a bag and they were like double wrapped so people wouldn't know what they were. Oh, really? And they said that on the way there, people had looked in the bag and said, are those masks? And they were like, none of your business. <laughs> yeah. So I had to take these masks Smuggle them back home without getting mugged. They're more precious than gold now. It's crazy. I saw a video of some dude crying because he couldn't get get any masks. But surely if you don't wear a mask, everyone's going to clear the way for you anyway, right? Everyone's going to avoid you. You're okay. That's not the right attitude, I know. Yeah, I mean, there's herd immunity. Everyone else is wearing a mask. I mean, I actually don't think the mask is doing that much. 
It's probably just like placebo effect, right? But you just need it to get inside the restaurant. Yeah, you're right. There are literally restaurants now that have signs outside saying no mask, no entry. But you're going to take off the mask to eat the food. I know, it's crazy. Like, I'm not saying it's logical, but, but this is what it's like in Hong Kong now. It's actually lockdown. It's really quiet on the streets. Everyone who is on the street is wearing a mask and they're probably queuing for a pharmacy to try and buy like toilet paper or something. Although some people are acting like it's totally normal. You know, on the way back from my mask excursion, I saw a bunch of, I assume, tourists literally just like standing around on the street drinking, no masks. I should have gone and coughed on them just to freak them out. Why? Why do that? Why? <laughs> I should have coughed on them. <coughs> Welcome to Hong Kong. Why? I don't understand. <laughs> what happened? For the lols. I didn't do it, obviously. I'm not, I'm not mean. Were you triggered by your inner monologue? What inner monologue? <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with me. Don't mess with me here. <laughs> That's a great segue. Not everyone has an inner monologue. But most importantly, do you? This is an interesting one, because not really. I mean... It's not like I can't hear a voice in my head if I wanted to. Like, if I want to imagine speaking or talking to myself or whatever, can I do that? Yes, in the same way that I can visualize stuff too. But my, my thoughts do not come as a voice in my head. Do you? Your thoughts, but you're, they're not your thoughts. They're your inner monologue's thoughts, if you will. I don't know. Can I say that? Is it a separate entity? That's another discussion for another day. I think this is interesting. Like this is, you know, when people do mindfulness and try and get a sense of the separation between, you know, your body and your mind or your mind and your thoughts and so on. Like, you know, what are you? And I think this is another conversation that kind of touches on that. So my thoughts aren't me. Are we, can we agree on that? Yes-ish. Have you watched Scrubs? Yes. Mine in a monologue is just like Chondorian's. Really? Yeah, sometimes you'll, I'll just smile to myself because of what's going on in my head. Like a crazy person. Wow, so you actually have someone like commenting on stuff in your head? Yeah. This is fascinating. I don't have this at all. No, but surely when we have a conversation and we jump from topic to topic to topic, you must wonder, well, how am I just dreaming this stuff up totally at random? No, but like, I can do that too. You're not being prompted. I feel like I'm being prompted. No, I'm not being prompted because like, I think I like am that inner monologue. I, I don't have a separate entity commenting on things. Let's see. I just... Well, isn't this fascinating? I mean, we had that whole aphantasia thing. Yeah, but I just can't see anything. I'm right. blind. So it's that's an easier conversation. And this feels like it's another flavor of that. Yes. But yeah, you know, like, can I hear thoughts in my head? Yes. I, I guess maybe in some extreme circumstances, I might. But I feel like they're almost more because they're like movie moments, you know, when like something happens just like just out of a movie and then like 
something in my mind or like play back a thing as if it was in a movie like well wasn't that a you know but generally no I, I do you feel like the inner monologue is better you know is it more efficient or is it less efficient i think it, i wouldn't want if... by, by which i mean you know like again i think i mentioned this last time when we talked about aphantasia you know when you read if you, when you're reading you hear a voice saying the words in your head that kind of puts a cap on your reading speed yes and if you can read without that voice you can read like twice as fast 10 times as fast because now your reading speed is not limited to the speed at which your inner voice can say the words yes I, I, and i i feel like surely it's like that but it's not there well maybe it's not there all the time it's just there when I, i'm in the lift or i'm going for a walk i'm going to the bathroom washing my hands brushing my teeth having a shower what doing the dishes it's interesting i think my thoughts are not crystallized as words I, I do think this is actually a very interesting thing because the way most people manipulate concepts is via words and you know your language and so on i think does influence the way that you think potentially particularly if you're doing stuff via like an inner monologue but i feel like my thinking kind of happens more abstractly and then the result just gets handed to me by some other shadowy figure in another part of my mind. It just goes and works out the answer and then just gives it to me. And I'm like, shadowy oh, thanks. Figure. The answer's this. You know how you have a shadowy figure. That's what you have. I, have. I have a shadowy figure that can work really fast in like non-verbal, non-visual ways and just gives me the answer. Um... You know, like, you know when you're like a junior programmer and you spend ages thinking about like, oh... How should I structure this? Or what design pattern should I use or something? You know, that's how it was at the beginning because you've got to actually go and think of the rules and whatever. And then now I look at a thing for a while and then some other, as I said, non-verbal, non-visual part of my brain just pops up and says, the answer's this and just gives it to me and I just do it. Wait, wait, have you not read Thinking Fast and Slow? Uh, you know what? I only read half of it and I got bored. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't always trust instinct but that's what gets you in trouble. <laughs> No, no. He's... I know not to always trust. He's a shadowy figure, right? I know not to trust him. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like my thought dealer. Going back to efficiency, yeah, the inner, inner monologue isn't there for efficiency. It's there for fun. It only comes in when it needs, when the situation needs to be fun or made fun of. Yeah, maybe my life's just less funny than yours. I don't know. Well, I, it's desperate. <laughs> my life is desperate for fun. That's why it's there. You linked an article when you put in this point to talk about, and I did think it was quite funny, like some of the things people were saying in the article. Like, this is such a weird sentence because I guess it's in the text, but it says, you know, whenever I would watch a movie that the person hears their own voice in their head thinking, I would literally be like, I wish that was a thing. And the other guy replies like, that is very much so a thing. Lamau. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just wanted to say Lamau. And then... <laughs> My brain is just a goddamn podcast that never ends. <laughs> yes, that's the other one I wanted to... That's the other one I liked. D does that accurately describe your life? No, no. Oh, that's it's boring. Not, <laughs> it's not all the time, I've told you. Only when I have moments of peace and quiet does it engage. 
we're probably going to finish recording this podcast and my inner monologue is going to pipe up and be like, oh, I was wrong. (laughs) I do have one. I just forgot. And he'd be like, yeah, you remember the shadowy figure and you don't remember me. What a jerk. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know. When you're editing the podcast, no doubt, that's when he'll pop up. I'd be like, well, when's the last time you actually did anything useful for me? It's not about, it's, it's not all about utility, Mike. Mine's just for fun. Mike doesn't understand fun. <laughs>